What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Big Dog's Porch. Come on up and grab a seat. So today is the first Tuesday after my uh, review period, my you know self-introspection and uh, some adjustments, right? So you know, at first I thought I was going to talk, you know, like about tantrums and stuff like that. And I just, I'm not into that, right? There's enough negativity out there. We don't, we don't need to get into that. Um, so I'm, I'm a, like I tell people when they get in my car and people who try to sit behind me, I always tell them it's better to sit over on the other side because I pull the passenger side front seat all the way up. So they have plenty of room back there. I always tell him you'd probably be more comfortable over there. I'm a big old guy. And I'm a big old guy. I remember, you know, in the weigh-in a few weeks ago, it was 484 pounds. Uh, so I figured two days to talk about weight issues since it's a big part of my life is, uh, is apropos. So, but what I'm going to do is Wednesday is going to be the more personal so I'll talk about how things affect me, how my journey is progressing, the challenges that I've faced, and, and you know, those things. Tuesday's really going to be kind of for educational purposes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about some of the stuff that I've learned over the years of dealing with it, about how certain foods interact and we're going to talk about you know the wacky diet plans the not so wacky diet plans the you know like there was that one um I, I, god i remember a few years ago is the one diet plan where you were supposed to eat dirt did, did you hear about that one? i'm not even i'm not going to talk about that because that one's just too far out there but yeah like all you were supposed to eat was to eat dirt because since dirt gives all the stuff that you eat the nutrients, then you're going to get the nutrients out of dirt. That's enough time for that one. So let's get talking and start, you know, our understanding of why you are fat. And we're not going to get into the why. We're not going to get into the, well, I mean, we are, you know, why you're fat. But I'm I, when I sit there and say the why, I should say the capital Y, the capital W, capital H, capital Y, um, is, is you know, your own personal reasons. You, you know, your, your battle with depression, and, you know, maybe you have a medical condition. And, and in those cases and stuff like that, you need to deal with, you know, doctors and stuff like that. And you know, emotional and stuff, if you need the counseling, I'm, I'm big, go to counselors, don't, you know, if it's, when I talk about the five spokes, and talk about adjusting them and correcting them yourselves, remember, and I've said this before, we're not, we're not talking about people who have serious issues, if you have serious issues, you need to go talk to somebody, and that includes me. And, you know, and, and I'm reaching out to people, professionals. Because the other day scared me. The fact that if I would have had a gun, which I want, 
I would have used it. I would have pulled the trigger. So I'm still not healthy emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Forget the physically, but I mean, I'm not healthy in those aspects yet. So I need to get healthy in those aspects. It all ties in together. Your emotional health sits there and affects your physical health, right? Your physical health affects your emotional health. And in my case, and in a lot of other fat people's cases, that's all, it's it's like a vicious circle, right? It's And it's spiraling down like you're getting sucked down a toilet. It's, you know, it is, it's bad. But the, the thing, the beautiful thing is, is that you're never stuck there you're only stuck there if you stop you're only stuck there if you stop we'll say that again you are only stuck there if you stop so don't ever stop moving forward there's a great scene in rocky five i believe it is you know he's talking to his son who's grown now and he tells him you know it's it's not how hard you can hit because none of us can hit as hard as life it's not about how hard you can hit. it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward because that's how winning is done i just saw a great you know, I told you, I'm, I'm listening to motivational things. The Mulligan Brothers, give them, give them a subscribe on, on, on YouTube. Motiversity, give them a subscribe on YouTube. Create you a playlist of your favorite ones. And and, um, and, and I will sit there and say this because I had a playlist of some of my favorite ones. And eventually some of these ones get pulled off because, you know, they use clips in there and people find out. And they sit there and, you know, copyright them and they pull off. So if you really like something, just download it straight onto your computer, right? And that's the best way. That way it's always in your playlist. But um, I wish they actually would not just do videos on YouTube. I wish they would do um, a website, right? I, I really do. There, There is a conversion program out there. I don't know the name of it. Um, you're going to have to do your own little bit of research, but where you can convert videos into MP3 files. So, you know, you know, maybe do that, convert it, then you can, you know, transfer it from your computer. Our phones can do it all now anyways, right? But convert it into MP3 file, store it onto your phone so you can listen to it or whatever you your listening device. But, so we want to, I want to talk today, and I want to go basic as hell, okay? Like, let's start at the beginning. Like, okay, so when I sit there and say why, I mean the small why, not your own personal whys, again, the small why. And so we're going to sit there and talk about hunger hormones. So our, our our body works the way our body works is it it sends uh, neuro you know transmissions right and it either sends you know through electrical impulses through our brains or it activates hormones. So there are two hormones 
that deal with hunger. There's the one that says, hey, we're hungry. And there's the one that says, hey, I'm full. Okay? And these affect your your metabolism. There's a great book from Jillian Michaels called Master Your Metabolism, right? Uh, I think that's the right word. Yeah, Master Your Metabolism. Uh, right here on eBay, used copies, $2.98. Um, you know, other used ones or things. So, um, Sixteen fifty on Amazon. The, these used ones, you know, thrift books, world of books, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, awesome book. It, it gives you a lot of, um, you know, more in depth, more of the science behind. I'm not a scientist, and, and neither is Jillian. She just she worked with scientists. I don't I don't have that that clout yet that Jillian Michaels has where, you know, scientists may one day I'm hoping to have, you know, nutritionists and, you know, other people on who can talk more in depth in the scientific things about it. But I'm going to give you my filtered, understand what I mean by filtered. I've said this before. We all take information in and store it in our brain, our computer, through our filters, eyes, ears, right, nose, taste, touch, right? Our five senses are input devices to our brains. So, you know, how something feels, you know, that's stored, right? You know, puppies are nice and soft. So you see a puppy, that's one of the reasons why you go, aw, and you see the puppy too, and they look cute, and so that's stored, right? Um, you know, saying so those are our input devices. Then our experiences are added on to that and it becomes our filter. So then when we look at things in the future, it goes through our filter, right? Maybe you had a bad experience with a puppy. Maybe when you was little, a puppy sit there and bit you. So you don't like puppies because they have no control. Puppies don't understand. They, that's, that's what puppies do. They nip, they bite. Cause... So, anyways, so I'm going to ex explain things that have gone through my filter that has helped me. And again, I, all I tell you is, is I'm, I'm not the source of this information. I'm not the person who figured this out. I just won't be the portal. So through me, you can go. Now, the information that I'm going to sit there and in part you can you can look up yourself, right? Look up you know the hunger hormones. There's which I just did. There's a great article on WebMD. Okay, so um, you know just go and and look at these things, you know, and, and read for yourself. <laughs> Again, we come back to read. You notice how reading is. Um, got a lot to do. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot to do with when you want to make wholesale changes in your life. You need to read. Anyways, the two hormones, leptin and ghrelin. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, let me...
So, uh, I am going to copy that. I'm going to go to dictionary.com so I can get a pronunciation. I think it's Hold on real quick, like. So here we go. Wow, it so it doesn't have Okay, it doesn't have the pronunciation. This sucks. So, um, <clears throat> let me look one other place.
So yeah, it's um, uh, Greelin. Again, uh, that's the way I. It might be Greelin. But anyways, so Greelin is the hormone that says I'm hungry, right? And so it plays a significant role in your body weight. You know, if your your brain is constantly, you know, producing it, telling you're hungry, and there are. There are foods um, that cause that, okay, that, that cause that your brain to release that hormone. Um, in fact, in a lot of cereals, and this is maybe one of the reasons why, you know, I can eat like, you know, two bowls of cereal, certain cereals in the morning and, and still feel like I'm hungry as crap. And um, uh, there's... Uh, something they put in the cereals is called BHT. Anyways, it interferes with the production of leptin. Now, leptin is the other hormone. Leptin says, okay, we're full. And it's made by your fat cells, right? Now, to decrease, see, there. it's funny because those things work in balance with each other. Now, you know, a lot of what these doctors say is your ideal weight. I, I think they just picked, you know, arbitrary numbers, BMIs and stuff like that. But each of us, I think that's why I use the term healthy weight. There is a healthy weight where your body is going to operate at it, what it's supposed to, the way it's supposed to. Releasing the hormone at the right time releasing the other hormone at the right time. One of the reasons why I started eating slower, right, to give my brain a chance to say, okay, we've had enough, and release the leptin to say we're full. So, you know, the other one, though, is producing BHT, right, an ingredient that they put into a lot of cereals, supposedly a preservative, interferes with that. All right, so look at your cereal that you're eating. Does it have BHAT in it? B, not A-H, B-H-T. If it has it in there and you eat a bowl and you wonder why you're still hungry, now you know, okay? Um, now, the problem is, is that as you get bigger, you build up a resistance to uh, leptin, the, you know, the one that says, hey, we're full, right? I, you know, I've talked about it before. You know, what happens is, is that, you know, as a fat person, you, you're gorging, right? Because you're trying to get the release, you know, of the serotonin, right? In your brain, you're trying to get that release. And what happens is, is that you eat right past the point where your brain would have released the I'm full hormone. So now you've set a new mark right? Or your brain says, oh, we're full, but your body says, oh, well, no, 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 not quite, not quite, just a little bit more. This is what I mean by you coming, you know, you becoming resistant to it, right? Um, so, you know, the fatter you get, the more resistant you are to the effects of leptin, the more susceptible you are to the, to the effects of the ghrelin, ghrelin, And, you know, and that's why you continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So you have to, you know, you, you have to sit there and retrain um, uh, 
you know, your body, right? And now, you know, the ghrelin is, is um, actually, it's a hormone produced, right, in the stomach. And it basically tells your brain, look, we're hungry, right? Um, so what happens is, is that, you know, it sends a signal and says, okay, we're hungry. And you go like, you know, you get the hunger pains and everything like that. Now, here's something else. Your gut health has a lot to do with everything. Because if you don't have a healthy gut, and when I'm talking about your gut health, um, I'm talking about, you know, the, the probiotics versus the bad. The good bacteria versus the bad. If it's out of whack, it could be sending, you know, the false signals all the time. I mean... It, you, so everything ties in together, you know, which, which makes me question, you know, the, the, how this just happened on accident. I just, I, I don't think it did. So, so basically, you know, you, you, you get hunger, your body, because your body says, oh, let's produce this hormone ghrelin and send, you know, let's the brain know. And then... Then once you're full, it releases leptin, right? That your body, uh, you know, your body has enough. So now since it's produced by fat cells, you should, you would think... <laughs> right like i'm a big old fat dude I, sh I should have a lot of leptin in my bloodstream which you do which you do the problem is your body's become resistant to it you know and it varies you know depending you know on you know what you you know the the, the type of food you're eating you know what you ate last um, uh, you know, other factors, you know, um, you know, stress, you know, you'll find that stress is a, a big thing. There's a lot of, you know, and I, I realized several years ago that I was also, not only was I a depressive eater, I was also a stress eater. And when, when I was a stress eater, I just wanted to eat the, the shittiest, crappiest foods there was. It was just like, give me a, give me a, you know, McDouble and fries and, you know, that's what I wanted to eat. Not good. But, you know, the key though is, is that we have to, we have to keep on, um, oh, 
hold on, sorry, I, I, I went, it was going on a different track, right? So we have to find the balance, okay? And, you know, one of the things is, is that, you know, just like in, in diabetes where, you know, you've become insulin resistant, and insulin is another big hormone that plays a part in, in weight gain. We won't get into insulin today. Um, and cortisol. So there's two more hormones that we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks. Probably next week I'll talk about the cortisol and insulin. And um, but today, I mean, the basic things. You know why? You know why are you getting hungry? Body release ghrelin. You know, okay, I'm full. So your body release leptin. You know, leptin basically says, okay, we have enough energy. You know, storage. Like, dude, I, I should be able to not have to sleep. I should have enough energy storage for the next six months. Like, legit. But that's that's not the case, as we all know, right? Um, so now, is there a way that you can fix that? Right? Is there a way that you can um, control, you know, these hormones? So, you know, there's there's a lot of you know things out there that talk about you know like reduce your carbohydrates in you know you know and you know, the old Atkins diet, right? Like, oh, eat plenty of fat and stuff like that. But you see, there, that's counterintuitive, not just because of the, the cholesterol and everything that was associated with that, right? But also, um, you know, eating the fatty foods makes, you know, these hormones not work so well. So you, you might sit there and, and get short-term losses with results, but long-term you're sitting there and, and messing up with, with the things. So, so what do you do? You know, I mean, right now there's a, there's a big, big fat on the diet, the ketosis, you know, the keto diet right and and remember this too these diets are are you know the keto diet works short term i'm not gonna say it doesn't work right i i i've seen my wife and daughter they're on it and they're losing weight um it works is um but you know it's just more than that right I have a problem with any diet that takes away a basic energy source. And the keto diet takes away carbohydrates. So why not switch to good carbohydrates? Right? Why not switch to, to you know, like whole grains?
you know the so these whole grains are are better carbs right um you know carbs from you know like you know from you know more carbs from fruits and vegetables now my 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 wife and daughter they're allowed to eat fruits and vegetables right but some of the fruits they're not allowed to eat figuring too much sugar in them and i can understand that you know it's things but what is it you know uh you know maybe eat a higher protein right So, you know, and, and I remember the times that, that I was, um, that, you know, that I have done the, the, the ingredient suppression diets, right? The, the food category suppression diets, as I call it. Um, I, uh, I sit there and would, you know, as a lot of people do, they get those, what they call the keto uh, headaches, right? And some people even go, get what they call the keto flu. And the reason why that is, is again, you know, my personal belief, I remember reading an article several years ago, many, many years ago when I first started getting fat. And I don't know if it was debunked or not. But it's happened every time that I've, I've done something along the lines of a keto-based diet where you're you're taking out certain things to cause your body to burn the fat more in your body, right? Um, and uh, so what you do is, you, you know, your body sits there and, um, you, you know, stores the you know, toxins, endotoxins from different things in the fat cells. So when you start burning the fat, those toxins are released. You get an effect. It's almost like having the flu, right? So is there stuff that you can eat now since you're already fat? You know, um, to, to help you manage those hormones that are out of whack better, right? So... <clears throat> You heard the old thing about drinking a glass of water before you eat, right? Okay. Um, eating a salad before you eat. So, you know, basically what you want to do, those those are all things that you, you know, can do. Um, are there basic foods... Well, protein seems to be a big category. Lean proteins, right? Like, um, that's why there's several studies out there that show that grass-fed beef, not, not the regular beef that you buy from any old grocery market, right? Pay a little bit more and get the grass-fed beef. That's one of the reasons why I like Butcher Box. Every, one, every bit of their beef is grass-fed, right? Um, so... Because it, it fills you up faster, and it's heavier, it's dense, right? So, you know, you, you remember the old joke? 
you know, you got to scale. You put 10 pounds of bricks and you put 10 pounds of feather, which is heavier. Everybody goes to bricks. It's 10 pounds. It's the same. But we know that the feathers are such light and dense that we don't realize you're, if you're still putting 10 pounds, it's still 10 pounds. Right? So, um, that, uh, you know, so if you're taking, oh God, I remember again, um, cause I am a big reader. I remember reading an article. It's about 30%. So each meal, 30% of the calories you take in from the whole meal should come from protein. And it's going to give you the this you know the, the feeling of the satiation feeling right that you're full because it's going to sit heavy on your stomach. Not only that, proteins that's going to leads to building muscles, which becomes then the the engines to increase your metabolism to burn the fat. So, you know, um, you know, eggs in the morning. And honestly and truthfully, because you got to be careful with eggs because, you know, the, the cholesterol, right? So what I used to do would be I would eat, if I would scramble eggs, I would scramble one egg with two egg whites, right? So um, you get about seven... I think it's seven or eight grams of protein from each egg, right? So, um, so what you do is, you know, that's putting you close to 30 grams, right? Because you're at 21 and you maybe throw in, you know, some, you know, a healthy you know, turkey bacon if you want to eat it. I love beef bacon. I'm not a big bacon bacon person, right? I love beef bacon though. And if you get, you know, lean beef bacon, it's really good, right? So, you know, of course, like I said, you know, you uh um you you can drink water ahead of time, whatever, you know, all those little tricks, right? Just to make you feel full finder. And, you know, there's an article, you know, um, that actually talks about eating slowly, you know, don't, you know, don't try to multitask while you're eating. Don't eat distracted as I've said it, right? Eat with intent, You know, because when you're eating distracted is when you just, like, plow through it, right? So, um, you know, you know, the, the thing comes out, is there a specific food that will just, like, can I eat just this one food and just, like, and it'll work? No, even though... There was a study a couple years ago about avocados that avocados actually controlled the um, the grelin uh, hormone. I don't know if that 
study has been verified or debunked or anything. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is that you, you just have to, you know, you can't eat the, the, the crap. I was on um, Tim Ferriss. I don't know if y'all know him or not. He, um, big guy on YouTube, motivational guy, uh, talks about a lot of different subjects. It was he put up on his blog how to lose 20 pounds of fat in 30 days. And he was like, avoid the white carbohydrates. And, and that, I think that's pretty good because you got to understand like flour, you know, wheat is not white. You understand that, right? And so flour comes from wheat. How does it get white? Because they bleach it. Same thing with white sugar. Sugar cane is not white. So how does it get white? They bleach it. So you got to, you know, you got to, um, so maybe staying away from, you know, the white carbohydrates, right? You know, the, the bread, the sugar, the flour. Uh, he says potatoes. Uh, maybe, you know, you know, I don't know. I think potatoes get a bad rap a lot of times because they're extremely starchy. Um, but, but I don't know. I mean, because then, you know, you got to sit there and look to like the oatmeal, right? Oats, right? A lot of times they, those look white, but oats are really good for you because they, they're dense, right? They're, you know, they're a dense carbohydrate. They're a dense grain. So it takes a lot to digest them. Wow, I just thought of what I was going to um, have for breakfast. Oatmeal. Now, don't go get the liver-favored flav ones. You know, get the, the things. Learn how to flavor it yourself. You know, to add the flavors that are, you know, going to... Like, you can you make your own. You have to be careful, you know, with those. Because they already, you know, add sugar into it and all those other things. Get the steel-cut steel cut ones because of the actual shape of the the grains makes it harder for your body to digest it so then because it takes so much energy to digest it it be, it, be, it borders on becoming a negative calorie effect for you ha huh. <laughs> open up a whole new level of discussion there because there are certain foods that have basically a negative caloric effect on you. And what I mean by that is that since it takes more energy to burn, to digest, than it does that you get from them. One of the biggest ones that comes right into play is celery. Celery is so fibrous that... It, it has a negative calorie balance. It takes more energy to digest celery than celery gives you. Eat a whole stock of celery, you might get 20, 30 calories from one stock of celery. It's going to take almost 300 to burn it. So it puts you in a negative ca calorie deficit there. 
which is a good thing because it still makes you feel full but you're gonna but then it's gonna sit there and go to burn it and it's gonna go like well we don't have enough energy to burn it and it's not giving us enough energy to burn it to, to, to digest it so we're gonna have to pull from other other energy sources which is what your fat resources your fat banks But, but we're getting off, you know, again, right? The two big things, do your own research on it. Go to WebMD. Like I said, there was a great article on WebMD about the, the leptin and the ghrelin. Look, you know, look up each one, right? Realize that maybe as a, a person, you know, that that's fat, that you are probably leptin resistance and you know a lot of these pills out here i'll bet you and i haven't done the research on it but i'll bet you a lot of these appetite suppressant pills that you take out here if you look at it they probably got some artificial form of leptin in there somewhere in there But the thing is, is that since it's artificial, it's not that good, right? Just, just like uh, orange juice you buy from the store versus orange juice you make at home. If you haven't tasted orange juice from home and all you've tasted is orange juice from the store, come over to my house and let me make you some orange juice. It don't taste anything like the stuff you buy from the store. Because when they pasteurize it, which they have to do in order for it to stay on the shelves for any length of time, and not just stay on the shelves, but during transport and everything. So when they pasteurize it, it kills everything in it. So they add all the nutrients back, man-made nutrients. So the vitamin C you get is actually absorbic acid. That's why the store-bought vitamin C makes you pucker. Because it's absorbic acid. But you drink orange juice from my juicer. And all you can sit there and think is like, this stuff is sweet. Even grapefruit juice has a very little uh, minute pucker effect when you juice it for real. So, you know, don't go looking for, you know, like leptin pills or anything like that to help your body suppress your appetite because that, that doesn't work long term. What you need to get into is sensible, eating, you know, the whole grains, 30% of your diet or your meal, approximately 30%. It doesn't have to be exactly 30%, but the closer to 30, the better, Right. 30% um, would be, you know, ideal of, of your caloric intake from proteins. And then, you know, and just be mindful. Drink some water before you, I mean, look, a lot of these things are simple little things, right? You're like, oh, that doesn't work. Have you done it consistently enough? Because trust me, listen, I 
I'm right now I'm losing weight and I'm not really have cut out anything out of my diet except Pepsi. And I'm still losing weight. I, I still sit there and I, I, I drink tea. So basically, you know, I, I, subs, I drink more tea than I used to. So I substituted tea for the Pepsi. But I'm eating slower. So I cut off. I don't eat as big. I use a smaller plate so the plate looks fuller. It's, it's mind hacks. Basically tricking these two hormones. Anyways, next week we're going to sit there and, and, you know, talk more about hormones. Probably we'll get into cortisol and insulin. And, and um, now with cortisol, there, there are some specific foods that you can eat to help reduce the cortisol. And we'll talk about that next week. Um, anyways, leave, you know, leave some feedback as always. Uh, feedback is appreciated. Uh, you know, you can leave messages, maybe, you know, ask a question or whatever, and I can incorporate your question into the, um, to the show. And as always, you know, come back and join us, Big Dog's Porch. Let's do this. <laughs>